0: Because guess what? At the end of the day, you let yourself off the hook for the workout, for you know, eating the food you're not supposed to eat, whatever those commitments are that you told yourself you weren't going to do, that will be the ripple effect in every other area. So don't let yourself off the hook because if you do that, you're going to know in the back of your head that you did that. And then everything else in your life, you're going to start letting yourself off the hook on Are you looking to become more productive, make more money, or simply figure out how to juggle all the demands of being a productive working mom? Hi, my name is Sandy Glant. I'm a wife, mama, business owner, best-selling author, and TV host. I got sick and tired of being stressed out and overwhelmed trying to balance the demands of life. But rather staying stuck and overwhelmed, I created a system that allows me to do it all and have some time to spare. I'm obsessed with helping women just like you develop the tools, systems, and strategies to get more done in less time. And I share it all with you on the Slay Your Day podcast. In every episode, we'll uncover the strategies and tools to maximize your time, effort, and energy so you can make every day of your life extraordinary. Are you ready to slay your day? Let's dive in. Are you ready to go beyond the familiar? Everything that you do and embrace the unknown. What would happen if you made discomfort your friend and allowed it to actually support you in your journey into your next level? and powerful trends. I'm so excited because today I'm going to be diving in to 10 tips all about the power of discomfort and how I personally am constantly pushing myself to the next level. This is something that if you have been in my world for a while, you know I'm constantly challenging myself. I'm constantly trying things, diving into things that are new for me because I'm trying to push the boundaries. I'm stepping outside my comfort zone to see what's possible. And I know for me, this is something that I challenge myself to do on a daily basis. It's not a one-time thing. It's not a once a year. It's not just during New Year's or at the end of the year, or the very beginning of a year. This is something that I'm thinking about day after day to constantly fuel myself and step into my next level. And I challenge you, if you feel like you're not growing, if you feel like you're stagnant, you're probably avoiding the discomfort you're probably avoiding the exact thing that you need to do that's going to allow you to step into reaching that next level so today i was thinking about this topic and i really wanted to share with you i actually have more than 10 i have 10 and then i have a couple bonus tips that i wanted to share with you but you're going to see that there's a pattern here you're going to see that all of these things that I'm talking about are truly embracing discomfort and getting uncomfortable today for a better tomorrow. It might make me feel uncomfortable in the moment while I'm doing it, before I do it, but really stepping into what is not just going to make me feel uncomfortable today, but how do I embrace that so later, tomorrow, a week from now, a year from now, my life is easier. And it's truly, truly just so powerful if we can look at the things that we're doing on a daily basis and saying, is this growing me? Is this challenging me to become the best version of myself? Or is this something that is just keeping me stuck and and safe? Because if it's really... If, if you're in kind of like this pattern of just playing it safe all the time, you never try something new, you're never challenging yourself, you're always comfortable, those are signs that you're playing it safe. And you're constantly going to be stuck in that safe zone and you will never go beyond the comfort zone. So I just wanted to share with you today a few of these tips, like I said I have 10 and then a couple of bonus tips that I wanted to share with you to step out of your comfort zone regularly. So you can take on tasks, you can take on challenges that are going to push your boundaries, that are going to allow you to show up in a powerful way. And for me, it's about embracing the discomfort. Like if I can lean into the thing that's going to make me feel actually uncomfortable, okay, then I can look at that as an opportunity for growth. I can look at that as an opportunity to learn versus I'm safe. I'm good here. Let's just cruise. So let's get into these top 10 tips. I know that if you're new to this, a really good um a really good strategy for this is going to be take one at a time, take one at a time. So you don't feel overwhelmed and just start with one. So I'm going to give you 10. And like I said, a couple bonus tips, but I want you to listen to what I'm saying. And as you are stepping into, or I should say out of your comfort zone, it's going to be really important that you take one, you implement it, you get that down and, and into your routine and then you can add another one. So let's dive in. This is what I do. Again, this is not something um, that, if you've never done it before, I would recommend jumping into all 10 plus of these tips because you're gonna get overwhelmed. It's like never going to the gym and then all of a sudden you go and you're lifting super heavy weights and then you're super sore the next day and you don't wanna go back. So let's ease into this. This is something that I've incorporated into my life now for, I mean, as long as I can remember, Um, but truly this is something that allows me to constantly be growing, constantly be evolving, and stepping in to the next level of myself month after month and always be evolving and getting away from that comfort zone because who wants to live in a comfort zone? I surely don't. I hope you don't either. So let's dive into these 10 tips on how we can step out of our comfort zone, embrace the power of discomfort, and constantly push yourself to level up and step into your next level. Okay. Tip number 1. This is something that I loved. So, Every year, I like to set one big, like huge, massive goal that I am going to work on for the year. Now, this is different than your yearly goals, your quarterly goals, your monthly goals. This is that one big, massive goal that you set for the year. And you're not supposed to accomplish this in a month. You're not supposed to accomplish this in a quarter. This is, this goal should be so big that it truly takes your time, your effort, your energy to do this throughout the course of the year. So what is that goal for you? I'll share with you some of mine. Over the past couple of years, um, it's been writing a book. It's been having this podcast. It's been having babies. Like it's not just also everything I'm going to be sharing with you. This is personally, professionally, um, for your mental health, for your physical health, uh, spiritually. This will cover, this will check all the box. okay? So for me... Two of those years have been just having my babies, Jake and Jordy, and being really truly in that role of motherhood for those years. I mean, if you've had a baby, and I'm sure most people that are listening to this podcast um, or are in this stage of motherhood where you know that first year, take it's so demanding. It, it, it requires another level from you that is so different than how you would show up in business because physically it's taxing, mentally, hormonally. I mean, it's just, it's something that truly is next level that you for me at that point in my life when my babies were newborns like that first year i was breastfeeding i breastfed both my boys for six months you're not sleeping your hormones are up and down so that for me has been one of the most challenging times as i've shared with you guys uh in my life navigating those times but i learned so much about myself and what i needed and how to honor myself and my body and my family and just all those different comments so for me Again, setting that one big goal has ranged from having babies, writing a book, launching a podcast, Mrs. International 2022. There have been so many things that I've done, but I set those up in a way that, again, it's not just like I accomplish it in a month or in a quarter, and that's the goal check. Check the box and move on. Like this is something that truly will take a year for you to, achieve, whether it's that next level in your business, whether it's doing a podcast, whether it's writing a book, whether it's having babies. Like whatever that is for you, you decide what that one big goal is for the year, and it should take you the full year to truly show up and make that time commitment, make the the all the commitments that you need to make to show up to get to that goal. So that's number one. Set one big, juicy, exciting goal per year. Number two is to try something that is new and completely out of my comfort zone. So I can prove to myself that I can do hard things. I mean, you guys, I, last year I ran a 5k. I'm not a runner. Like I'm short. I'm five foot four. I always say to myself, you can't run. You can't do this. Well, guess what? I did it because I told myself I couldn't do it. So whatever the thing is, maybe it's showing up a certain way in your marriage, maybe for your kids or your business, like do the thing that you know is going to push you past that that level where it is not easy. So you can prove to yourself, like that's the thing for me, like I've always shown up in my life. I wanna prove to myself more than anybody else that I can do whatever it is that I decide. Like I will not let anything limit me. And and I'm sure many of you can, can also connect and, and resonate with this. Like, if someone first of all tells me I can't do something, watch out because I'll do it twice just to prove them wrong and then turn around and say, not only did I do it once, but I did it twice. Like, my husband knows this about me, my family knows this about me. Um, I just know, like, it is so exciting for me to try new things because I prove to myself I can do it. Summer is here. And I'm not sure if you heard the statistic yet, but it goes something like this. By the time our babies are 18, we'll have spent 90% of the time we'll ever have with them. So for me, I only have about 12 summers at home with my boys before they go off and leave me or start exploring the world on their own. If that doesn't put things into perspective, I'm not sure what does. My time is even more precious with them and where I spend it matters. Where you spend it matters. I remember spending one summer looking out the window, watching my boys play in the pool without me, while I worked in my office and missed out on all those special moments, until I realized there was a better way. Check out the link below or head over to sandraglant.com forward slash automate to learn about the number one way I drive results and run my business on autopilot. On average, small business owners lose about five hours a week on duplicating tasks that could have been automated. That's work that you're already doing, that you've already done, but you continue to manually do over and over again and waste so much precious time. But with automations, you get to set something one time and have it done for you over and over again on autopilot, like magic. Imagine what you can do with all that time you were saving. Building automations into my business has helped me get back so much more time so I can focus on the income-producing activities, aka the big money moves that allow my business to thrive, so I can spend more time at home doing the things that matter most. Ready to start automating tasks in your business to save you time and make more money? Check out the link below or head over to www.sandraglant.com forward slash automate to learn about the number one way I drive results and run my business on autopilot. Do it. I prove to myself I can push myself past this barrier, past these limitations. And if I didn't think I could do something, that gives me more momentum to double down and prove to myself that I can do it. So Number two is just try something new that's completely out of your comfort zone. If you guys have been following me for any time here, you know that I had never competed in a pageant before. And this was something I did because it was that. This was something that I did because I had never done it before. And guess what? I went in, I had a clear plan. My focus was there, my attention was there, and I went and I succeeded. So for the past year, I have been Mrs. International because I went in, had never done something before, but I did the research, I showed up, I made the commitment, I invested the time, the money, all the things I needed to, to go in and do it properly. But I did it. Again, to prove to myself that I could. So try something new. What is that going to be for you today? And I challenge you right now to screenshot this episode and come up with that thing for you that you're going to challenge yourself to do this month. So maybe it's going to run a 5K. Maybe it's um, starting your book, starting your podcast, starting your business. Uh, getting yourself visible, hiring the coach, so you can really focus in on the areas that you need to to support you in going to that next level. Okay, the next thing, number three, you guys have heard me talk about this before. This was so hard for me for so long. So number three is get up early. Now, for my whole life, I mean, majority of my adult life and even you know, high school and college, I would go to bed late, I would sleep in. So getting up early for me was always a struggle until I had a business to run and babies and a home to take care of and a husband to attend to and that could no longer be the case. So I knew That the second I was going to change this, not only was it going to push me because I knew it was so hard and I had wrote this story in my head for so long that I can't do it or I don't want to do it or I don't need to do it, but the thing was is I did need to do it. I did need to get up early because in my head I kept telling myself, you can't do this or you don't need to do this when that was exactly the thing that I needed to do to make a shift in all the other areas of my life. And it's so crazy, because you would think to yourself, well, what does waking up early have to do with everything else in your life? That's the whole point. It has everything to do with the rest of your life. Because if you're laying in bed, and like for me, I, was, I wasn't I was laying in bed till noon, I'd lay in bed till about maybe eight or nine o'clock, because I was going to bed late. But guess what? My day was starting late. I wasn't motivated. I wasn't getting up with purpose and intention and a plan. So it was, it was completely derailing Everything else I was focusing on. Even if I was running the business and my kids were still sleeping, like if Jake at the time or Jordy, you know, was sleeping till nine o'clock and I was getting up right when they were getting up. I mean, I can't even imagine starting my day when the kids are just getting up. Like I would, I would feel now so far behind. But there was a point in time when it was just when Jake was little that I would get up when he would get up. And look, again, if you're looking at the the postpartum phase, that first year that is your past. I am not negating how, um, w- what, like that's a very transformative time of its own. So I'm, so, so minus that time, once I was past that, I knew it was time to get focused, have the plan and stop Slacking, Like I I knew that that's what I was doing for myself. I knew I wasn't showing up in a way that I needed to just because I was sleeping in. So I would say for you, if that's your Achilles heel where that was mine, get that under control. Because once that's under control, you will see in every other area, you will start showing up more power. So that's number three, get up early, make it a non-negotiable and stick. Okay, number four, this goes hand in hand with working or with uh, getting up early is working out. Get up and do it even when you don't feel like it. For me, it's a part of my lifestyle. It's a non-negotiable for me that I work out every single day, that I get the time for me to do that when I'm tired, when I don't want to. It's doing the thing that I know in the long run is going to benefit me. Because if I just said, you know what, my body just like only goes to a certain amount, and then I never gained more past that, and I just kind of cruised on settling into the comfort zone, guess what? I would never challenge myself in every other area because I would be settling. So for me, the workout is more the discipline than it is for anything else because I know I'm holding a commitment to myself. I know that when I tell myself I'm going to get up, I'm going to work out, I'm going to have time for me, I am staying true to the commitments that I have told myself. So it's really really important that if you tell yourself you're going to do something, you never let yourself down. You never let yourself off the hook and say, "You know what? The trainer is not coming to the house today, so I don't need to go." Or nobody's watching me, so I can eat that piece of cake. Or so on and so forth, you get the point. You show up for you and you stay true to your commitments because you promised yourself. Otherwise, in the back of your head, when you told yourself you were gonna send the proposal, call the client, send out the email, make the video, do the content, guess what? You're gonna let yourself go there too. So you've gotta know that the way you show up for yourself Number one should be the most powerful commitment, but that's gonna set the precedence for every other area that you show up in. So don't let yourself off the hook because guess what? At the end of the day, you let yourself off the hook for the workout, for you know, eating the food you're not supposed to eat, whatever those commitments are that you told yourself you weren't gonna do, that will be the ripple effect in every other area. So don't let yourself off the hook because if you do that, You're going to know in the back of your head that you did that. And then everything else in your life, you're going to start letting yourself off the hook. So hold true to those commitments that you tell yourself you're going to. Okay. Number five, these three kind of go hand in hand. Number three was get up early. Number four was work out. Number five is eat healthy. What you put into your body controls everything, right? It's how tired you're going to feel, the energy that you have, the stamina that you have. Everything that I do, like I know because I go to bed at nine, I wake up about, now summer schedule's a little different. Now I wake up about 536. Now, guess what? I have the energy to do these things, but it's also because I'm putting so much good into my body. I'm drinking water. I'm making sure I'm staying hydrated. I'm not eating a bunch of crap that's gonna make me feel sluggish and worn down and make me wanna take a nap during the day. Like, I'm very, I, my whole life I've been very um, aware about what I put into my body, how it makes me feel. So if I know I have a big meal filled with carbs and dairy and red meat, like I've I've eliminated that all from my diet because I know if I consume those foods, I will be Tired, I'm gonna feel bloated. I'm I'm it's going to completely derail everything else in my life. Like I'm not gonna be able to go to the park with the kids and run around with them because I'm gonna feel tired and bloated. Or be able to feel good on date night with Jared because I can't fit into my skinny jeans because I'm bloated because I had bread. <laughs> like it might not affect you in the same way, but for me, I've been very clear on what those markers are. So I've I've almost eliminated red meat for the past, I don't know, maybe 10 years. Um, I'll take a bite of steak here and there if Jared has it, but I don't, for the most part, eat red meat. If I do, I have one bite and that's it um, on On a very rare occasion. So it's almost completely out of my diet. Uh, I've complete, uh, completely eliminated dairy. So I don't do any dairy. I drink like an almond um, milk or a coconut milk. So I'll do those. I stay away from oat milk. Um, and then gluten. So I have gluten out of my diet as well. So those three things, I know if I'm if those are out, what am I focusing on? I'm focusing on whole foods, fruits and nuts and veggies and protein like fish and chicken and turkey. So like those are the foods that I'm putting into my body. Now you guys know your girl's got a sweet tooth. So for me, what I will do is like dark chocolate is kind of like my go-to. So I I do, I will get like dark chocolate with maybe some nuts or some almonds or... You know, I will have that because I, I truly like I know my body and um, I know that also dark chocolate is good for you. So that's something even when I like hear myself talking and I'm like, OK, I know I need dark chocolate. That's almost like my trigger to be like, if I need something like that, I will challenge myself to not do it. Because I'm that strong-willed, like it's such a blessing and a curse to have a strong will because (laughs) when I hear myself say these things like, I know I need dark chocolate, my body needs it, I want it, that is that is like the red flag, that's like the alert that goes off that says... If you don't think you can do it, if you think you need it, if you think like any of these misconceptions, that to me is the automatic bell that goes off that says that is your exact trigger that you need to to show yourself that you got to challenge yourself to not do it. So maybe like, you know, from here on out, I'm going to eliminate it. And again, it depends on where I'm at in my journey of like, do I want to eliminate this? How strong is the will? Not how strong is the willpower, but like, do I want to challenge myself right now to do this? And if the answer is yes... I will go in 100% and eliminate it, it will be out. There's no negotiating it, it's done. So that's just something I wanted to share with you because that's how strong-willed like you've gotta be when it comes to achieving your goals. Okay, so the next one, I've been talking about this, is be consistent, form habits, build the momentum, And that will help you to overcome the resistance, whether it's the working out, going to bed early, being consistent will be your biggest supporter. The consistency will be the thing that allows you to achieve all these other things you want to achieve because you're stacking the blocks. You're building the consistency. And once you start that, you're not going to want to fall off of it. So number six is be consistent. Number seven, so, so big in invest in personal development. If you are not doing this, if you are, if you don't have a coach, if you don't have a mentor, if you don't have courses that you're uh, diving into, if you don't have seminars that you go to 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 invest in whatever the areas are that you want to become an expert in, better in whether it's parenting, business, marketing, sales. It doesn't matter the field. You have to, have to, have to, have to. Your body, your health. That's why I hire a trainer. You have to surround yourself with someone who's going to put you to, in a, in a container, right? That's going to allow you to build those habits along with you so you can start incorporating it and changing it in your own lifestyle. This is why I coach my clients on not just productivity and time management and building out their systems in their business, but it's because if you don't know how to do something, how are you gonna learn? You've either gotta go, number one, figure it out yourself and kind of put the puzzle pieces together, or you pay someone to expedite the process. There's only two ways. It's figure it out yourself And try and piece it together or you pay for speed. I would rather have the latter because I would rather pay to expedite the process, learn how to do it, and then now it's a part of who I am and what I do. So figure out what that is for you and what are the areas that you want to align yourself with a coach, with a mentor, seminars, courses, etc. that are going to allow you to focus on investing in your personal development, in your physical development, in whatever that means for your business and your life that allows you to expedite that process. Okay, the next The next point, the next tip that I wanna give you is number eight, develop a routine. So this is going to be the thing that truly, with consistency, will allow you to get into the rhythm of forming the habits that you wanna. So dedicate a specific time. I like to do really like my routines on the bookends of my day. So my morning routines, my nighttime routines, I even have kind of like a lunch little routine in the middle that I have, but those are kind of like my markers that allow me to show up and have specific times each and every day where i know exactly what i'm doing and it doesn't change and guess what it doesn't take any extra mental um any extra mental like capabilities on my end to be able to say i got to expend the thought the thinking i got to expend the thought process on what it is that i need to do because guess what it's a routine it's been implemented into what I'm doing. Don't need to change it. It's why most of the day I'm wearing also slay your day shirts whether it's when I work out or I'll put a cute blazer over top, you know, because I don't need to expend the th- the thinking on doing something that's going to take away, it's called decision fatigue, on doing something when I can just show up and have it already in place. So develop a routine and stick to it. Okay, number 9. This one is very very powerful. Surround yourself with inspiring individuals, surround yourself with people who are going to challenge you to think bigger, go bigger, get out of your comfort zone because we can be stuck. Like we, I mean, everybody does. We get stuck exactly where we're at, but when you can see someone, this is why I say hire the mentors, hire the coaches, because when you can see someone doing the exact thing that you want to do, but you're like, I don't know how they did it. I don't know how they got there. Get into their world, get into their realm so you can start picking up the knowledge, the information, the hacks, the tips, all the things that you weren't seeing or hearing before. So if you can do that, not only do you expedite that process for yourself, you start thinking bigger and more expansive, right? You get to expand and engage in conversations that you probably weren't having before. So you get to hear them, learn from them, um, you get to seek out this mentorship. And really have this guidance in your life that you pro- that you definitely wouldn't have. You would not have that unless you were to seek out that guidance, that mentorship, and get into those rooms. So whatever that means for you, surround yourself with those inspiring individuals. And you know what? Sometimes it might be through social media until you can afford to work with someone on a level where it's in a one-on-one or group setting. So get yourself in the rooms, reading the books, to the seminars, in the courses, with the coaches, with the mentors, to start thinking even bigger than you could on your own. Okay. Number 10 is, I want you to ask yourself, what feels scary to me? And this is why I said a couple minutes ago, whatever that thing is that feels scary to you, go deeper, dig deeper into that, because that should be the the, the big red flag, the siren that goes off that says, oh my gosh, if this scares me, if this is the thing that I'm telling myself I can't do, it feels scary. I have to double down on this, And this has always been my alert that goes off in my brain that says, if I think something to myself, that's not possible. If I think I can't do it, if I tell myself I can't do it, guess what? I'm gonna purposely show up to prove myself that I can. So figure out what that is for you. Is it the diet, the exercise, the waking up early, setting a routine, getting a mentor, whatever that is, right? Focus on what is scary to you, then double down on it. Double down on proving to yourself that you can do it. You can do anything. Anything you set your mind to, you can do. And keep challenging yourself. Because once you set that new goal and you push past the boundary, you feel like superwoman. You feel like you can do anything, you can achieve anything because you proved yourself that you could do it. So those are my 10 tips. That's exactly what I do. But I have a couple bonus tips that I wanna share with you. And I'm gonna go through these. Um... Pretty quick, but I'll give you a quick, a little explanation of each. So number 11 is my bonus tip is learn a new skill. So it could be anything from like cooking, like I'm not the best cook, so guess what? I'm pushing myself out of my comfort zone to find new recipes, to learn how to cook, because, I'm, again, I'm not the best cook, but do I want to learn how to do it if I don't think I can? Absolutely. Um, it could be something in business. It could be a marketing uh, skill. It could be something with video. It could be something personally or professionally. Whatever it is, learning that new skill will push you out of your comfort zone, again, to prove to yourself that you can do it. And then my final bonus tip for you is, this is a big one, weed out the distractions. Everything I just fueled you with, all of these tips that I just gave you, you have to know where the distractions are. Are you not getting up early because you're watching Netflix at night? Get rid of it immediately it's got to go. Are you scrolling social media too much? Are you in your emails too much and you don't have a set plan for when you show up there? You've got to know where that Achilles heel is. you got to know what that thing is for you that's distracting you and getting you and taking you off your game. Because this could be people, this could be things, this could be things meaning like Actual social media. It could be people that are distracting you at work. It could be, and look, it's not because someone is maliciously, I'm sure, trying to hurt you or, or, you know, sabotage you, hopefully not. But the people and the things that you surround yourself are either going to help you and contribute to your growth or hurt you. Only you are going to be the one that can figure that out. So you've got to weed out the distractions. Eliminate the noise, the TV, the social media, the bings, the, the, the all the things that go off in life, whether it's a thing uh, or a person, you gotta get rid of it and know what those distractions are. Because if you don't know what those distractions are, it's constantly going to be effect reaching that goal. So what are those distractions for you? And I would love, again, I'm going to give you an action item because this is how I run my life. I never just read. I always will read or learn and then go implement. So what I want you to do is figure out two things right now. And I want you to screenshot this episode. I want you to tag me in it on social and I want to know one or two things. You do too, but you can share with me one to two that you need to remove in your life to make the most progress. Maybe it's drinking. Maybe it's going out and partying. Maybe it's, um, again, social media. Maybe it's Netflix. Maybe it's watching TV. Whatever that is for you, I'm, I'm giving you like a bunch of examples right now because these are the most common. You've got to figure out what you need to eliminate, eliminate these distractions, weed out the distractions so you can focus on getting new results. New results. Equal new action, okay? So what are the new actions that you're going to take to get the new result? Focus and intentionality are the name of the game. So you got to figure out what are you focusing on? Where is your intention? Where is that going? And then weed out exactly what it is that you know is getting in the way of you accomplishing that. So those are my 10 plus a few bonus tips thrown in there about exactly what I do, how I step out of my own comfort zone every single day. Every day. Not once in a while. Every day. So I'm constantly pushing myself to be the next level version of me because who I am today is not going to be who I am tomorrow. I'm I have read more today as I go in tomorrow. I have learned more. I've become a new version of me. It's like this evolution, this shedding that happens every single day. So I challenge you, go through these 11 or 12 tips, figure out where you want to show up, start with one, implement it, and I can't wait to hear from you how you're going to implement this into your life so you challenge yourself, you push yourself out of your comfort zone to get to the next level and slay your day.